The Modern Carrie Bradshaw. I originally thought, oh, that was cheesy. I'm not going to use that. People are just so over Sex in the City. But then I was like, I literally have curly, wavy hair. I sit with my Apple computer, blog in my small apartment in East Village. I am obsessed with men I've dated in the past. I have crazy dating stories where I'm basically broke up with a post-it, but it's like a two-sentence text instead. And so now I'm just going to own it. Um, My life really is like Carrie Bradshaw. And 30 Waves is a blog about kind of mastering our 30s and the life hacks to help us keep our sanity um, in terms of, yes, dating. That's probably my primary focus, but also just knowing how to better ourselves, whether that's reading uh, the best kind of like self-improvement book or knowing the best anti-aging skin routine. Or I even throw in some hacks like uh, the best haircut in New York is $40. So uh, check out my blog if you haven't. It's 30wavesspelledout.com and it's the same for my Instagram And here is my podcast. Hey guys. So this episode just came to me while I was actually about to go to bed. And it's the weirdest thing, but I am my most creative at like 10 or 11 o'clock at night. That's when I usually write all my blog posts. That's when I have my most creative epiphany moments of the day. And while I think it's cool um, that I guess I don't get tired at night, um, it also really sucks because I want to be a morning person. And I'm just not, I try to set my alarm for 7am and train myself. And I try to go to the gym in the morning and it just rarely happens. But good news is, is I just had a really great idea and train of thought that I wanted to share. So it starts with about three years ago, I went to this psychic in East Village. If you live in New York, you know the type. They're usually these like older women that sit in this window where it kind of looks magical and they have like, you know, carpets and things hanging from the walls and it just looks like this magic little spot and you wonder, you walk by and wonder if they are just going to tell you all the magical things that you're waiting to hear about your life so you can feel better. So... I was convinced to go with a friend and spend $100 and (laughs) go see this lady. And out of it, it was pretty mumbo jumbo. Um, I really think that they're kind of, a lot of them are just like scam artists and like have scripts and know exactly what to say. And they know exactly how to keep you coming back and paying more money. And like, I don't really recommend going to them. But what I did get out of uh, seeing her was this rose quartz crystal. 
And rose quartz is supposed to be the crystal for love. So obviously, you know, being a love addict and blogger and all of that crap. Um, I kept it. And from time to time, I have it in my bedroom. Um, and from time to time, I like pick it up and make a wish because I'm super cheesy and woo-woo like that. So the other day, I was talking to a close friend and... She was talking to me about the full moon and she has also been on this journey of like self-growth and learning about herself and getting just more woo-woo into all of this kind of stuff. And she said that I need to put the crystal by the window under the moon to charge it. And so while I'm still trying to understand how the moon affects us because I believe in astrology a little bit but um you know I'm not totally sold on on it um and especially the moon cycles and everything even though mercury in retrograde was like really freaking real um we're basically uh, you know our entire world is in a state of panic right now with Corona, but I'm not going to get into that. Um, yeah, I thought, okay, why not? I'll just put my rock by the window um, and, you know, see what happens. So I was going to bed and picked up the rock and my friend told me that she has been sleeping with this little rock under her pillow for like, good luck about love. I was like, great. I seriously need that because if you've listened to my last podcast, I went through a breakup and it hasn't been super easy. There's been good days where I'm like fully accepting it and excited to be in a relationship where the person can, you know, give me the type of love that I deserve and want. And then there are other days where I'm like in the depths of despair watching our videos over and over. So um, I'm more towards the first and really accepting it but it has been a little under two months so I guess that's not too bad in the grand scheme of things of breakups but I thought why not okay let's put this rock under my pillow um to just add to the things for helping me move on from this relationship and I made a wish and said to myself that I hope I get the love that I want and deserve. And it occurred to me that I am constantly wishing for kind of this like perfect person and for the person to give me things. And so I receive things and I'm never wishing, I'm rarely wishing to become a better person in the relationship and to evaluate how I can be a better partner and how I can give love um, in a better way that people deserve. And I thought that was really interesting that I'm actually being a bit selfish in my wishes and perhaps we all are, but I really believe in like energy and gratitude and what you put out into the universe you receive back and I think it's actually really interesting that I'm constantly asking for a love that I deserve and 
um, a lo- the certain love that I want, and I'm never thinking about the love I can give to someone else. And I think that's really important to think about that when you're on, when you're single and you're on this journey for being in, for a journey for a great relationship, um, you know, you really should think about what you can bring to the table as well. And you know, I read a lot of psychology books and I love self-growth and I love learning and I love being wrong and learning about my mistakes and defense mechanisms and improving them. So it's not like I'm not doing that, but I'm also not being fully aware of like how I can become a better partner in my next relationship. And that's something that I really want to improve on. And I think that we could all improve on whether or not you're in a relationship right now or you're single. Um, so I wrote down some notes um, for just general themes that I think I can improve on um, of how to be a better partner. So I know that I want to idealize less about how, being in a perfect relationship. Um, I tend to discount the relationship pretty quickly if like the communication is bad or they don't have as much empathy as I want or our interests aren't the same and it's kind of called splitting where it's like you things are all good or all bad so they're not empathetic they're bad communicators or they're great communicators and they have so much empathy and understand me and um you know, it's a a pretty common defense mechanism that we have, but idealizing a perfect relationship, I think is something that I could get better at. And in general, just being more patient and knowing that I'm far from perfect and it's okay if the other person is far from perfect. Of course, you know, if your deal breakers are coming up, I think, you know, that's important to recognize. And I've actually written about that um, in a blog post recently about um, overanalyzing your relationship. And, you know, there's like a certain framework you can use on figuring out if you're overanalyzing or if they're really red flags that you need to realize And so, um, you know, with this, like, just, I think, communicating your feelings and just being more patient um, is really important. But if, you know, a red flag is happening time and time again and you're communicating and you're being patient and it's still occurring, then that's a sign that um, you're probably not in the right relationship. But if it's not a deal breaker, I think it's really important to always practice patience in a relationship. And that's something that I really want to um, get better at. In my last relationship, you know, I also wasn't super independent. Um, 
in terms of our communication. And what I mean by that is that even though he lived in a different country, I was really anxious around um, how often we talked or like our quality of time together on the phone or uh, FaceTime because, you know, I only had a few minutes in the morning and a few minutes at night after work with the time change of five hours. And I wasn't very independent, um, where like, if it didn't happen for the day, I was cool. And, you know, I was secure in our love. Like I really depended on him talking to me. And while I, you know, forgive myself with that because it's just really hard to be in a serious relationship long distance. Um, I could have been a lot more independent and, um, on days that we didn't connect, um, just focus more on what was going on in my own life that day. And I've spoken about this a little bit on Instagram, but I, I kind of lost my passion for writing and the blog, which used to be one of my top passions in life. And it coincided with the fact of just like, I think I'm getting older and not having such a strong need for validation from others um, and not enjoying the vanity of social media as much. Um, I don't care as much about likes or um, if knowing if people know that I go to a certain event or, you know, just in general, um, having other people think I'm cool doesn't matter as much. And so I think I kind of lost my passion for writing because I was like, I don't really even care about social media as much. Um, and when I, when we started fighting, um, I kind of went back to the blog as a way to just release my emotions and kind of understand them more because writing has always been an outlet for me to do that. And um, I'm trying to kind of find a healthier way to get back into social media without um, so much vanity. But in general, this tangent is all around uh, being independent and, you know, staying true to my passions and being more independent with my time and um, not worrying about controlling time as well. Uh, the last few things are teaching the other person and learning from the other person. I think I could be a lot better at that. I'm reading this book called Why Do I Do That? Um, that talks about our innate defense mechanisms and like thought patterns by Dr. Joseph Burgo, who I think is just a total genius because he's able to break down really complex psychological issues into kind of just layman's terms and general examples in our daily lives. And I wrote a blog post and the last podcast was actually on our defense mechanism of idealizing our ex and only really remembering the good and not the bad. 
And reading this book has taught me a lot about um, how I could have taught my ex more about like psychology and what I'm learning about. It's some I read about psychology every single day. There's not a day that I don't try to learn about human behavior. And there was an article about like childhood trauma and why we do the certain things we do. And um, in this particular case, you know, I've read a lot about it and I didn't really have patience or understanding in certain actions that he had that probably resulted from some of his early um, childhood issues. And I wish that I took the time to listen to him more and maybe teach about the stuff that I am learning. Um, So I do want to teach the other person my passions. And I also want to learn from them to, um, you know, I think we can always get better at listening to our partners and taking feedback better and just growing from that. And I really want to be a partner that grows in the relationship, grows with myself um, and by myself, but also grows in the relationship together. And um, unfortunately, I don't think we we're really growing together right now. We're growing separately. So, um, I want to be just a better growth partner, if that makes sense. And kind of has to do with like the age old phrase that your lifelong partner should be someone that makes you a better person and brings out the best in you. And I don't think I've really found that yet. And perhaps it's because I'm not quite my developed self. I I guess I don't want to say that because I think we always develop and learn and grow. And I really do have so much love and care. Um, But I just, I haven't been in a relationship where that person makes me my best version of myself and I make them their best version of themselves. So I think that is something to really think about. And, you know, I, a couple of years ago, I was in a really emotionally abusive relationship that I haven't talked too much about because it's still not even sure about what parts I want to share um, about the relationship because it was so unhealthy and and truly just abusive and I just felt stuck in it. But I look back on it and I can realize that I was not the best version of myself even though he would say really, really cruel things to me out of defense, I would say really cruel things back and things that weren't really true to my character, but I felt kind of pushed there. And 
There were a lot of mind games involved too, but I was not the best version of myself and he did not bring out the best side in me. And um, I regret that I did not handle that as well as I should have. And I should have left a lot sooner than I did because it was just painful for both of us to be in. But um, overall, like I really want to help someone become a better version of themselves and however that naturally happens um, I want to do that so these are just some kind of rambling thoughts um, and I think it's important to note that you know it's really easy to sit around and wish and wait for that perfect love to come knocking on our door and to listen to all of these love gurus telling us that we need to find a love that we deserve and um, get a partner that uh, we get the right kind of partner we want and I think it's very twofold that we also need to be the partner that we want to be and be a partner that another person deserves. And it's always important to focus on that as well. So I'm really glad that I thought of this silly rose quartz today. Um, and I probably shouldn't even call it silly because I don't want to put out any negative energy into the universe or with this rock that I'm going to put under my pillow right now. But um, yeah, I'm glad that I came up with this thought and I hope that this um, kind of stems something in you and maybe makes you realize uh, that instead of just expecting our partners to be great, we should also be great partners. So let me know if you have any thoughts. Um, I'm probably going to blog about this as well and go into more detail um, on my blog, 30waves.com. And I'll post about it on Instagram so you can message me there, but I would love to know your thoughts around this. Okay, thanks for listening. Thanks for listening. And if you actually want to read this podcast, um, I go into more depth in a blog post on my blog at 30waves.com spelled out 30waves.com. And you can follow me on Instagram at 30waves where I put more of just my daily lessons and random thoughts about our 30-something lives.